The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 576. Wolfie's apparently in no hurry. That was a long time to stay silent, especially on a live stream here. Isn't that right, Chicken? You were pretty silent, too, for just sitting there, not clucking or moving around. But yes, welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Like I said, episode 576 for your Saturday, March 26th, 2016. A lot of sixes. We are continuing on. A little bit of a delay there, like I said, here on Flob Friday. The final Flob Friday of March, but because we reached our halfway goal, $30,000 for Child's Play Charity, we will continue Farlands or Bus Fridays on Twitch for, for the foreseeable future, at least for season six here, as we continue on towards these Farlands and towards our $60,000 goal for Child's Play Charity over at farlandsbus.com right now we're at 30,000 like i said but 30,621 dollars and 53 cents raised this season for child's play charity helping get toys books and games to kids in hospitals around the world as they do you can learn more specifically about the cause at childsplaycharity.org and we will continue uh, supporting them Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. So yeah, like I said, this is being recorded live. Twitch TV. Farlands of Bus Fridays. Uh, today, as I've mentioned in the chat, all I've had time to stream today is is the Farlands of Bus recording. Uh, normally I would rather uh, warm up a little bit with some maybe patron server shenanigans or uh, or other such things. Minecraft bingo seed challenges or something. Uh, but right now... Uh, we just got this this to do, and, and this we shall do indeed. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. I, I break the cactus because Wolfie is really good at just face-planting right into him. And that, uh, that would be bad. In case you're wondering, I don't know. It could be possible that somebody out there is wondering why I broke that cactus back there. Not at all that I saw somebody ask that in the Twitch chat or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, continuing on here... Continuing on, indeed, we have a bunch of questions with that uh, very generous bump to $30,000. It seems to have sparked the generosity of others, and now I've got a full page and a half of my notepad page notes thing <laughs> that I keep for Farlands of Bust episodes. Full of, full of questions, full of questions indeed. So I will just try to uh, get through those, because uh, that's, that's uh, another little perk of donating. When you donate, you can ask a question, and I will answer it. Like this one from Master Sword. Master Sword asks if you could, or if you had to, port Farlands or Bust to another game. For example, uh, find another long-term in-game goal to work towards and tie to charitable donations. What game would you choose, and what would the goal be? Hmm... This is a tough one that I probably should have taken some time to think about. I can't think of I mean the well maybe it's not maybe not unique about Minecraft, but the uh it's the journey part of this. It's the 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 endless 
journey <laughs> of the, the the endless map. I can't think of that many other games that uh, that uh, do this. You know that do the. Uh, did I switch the names around? No, no. Sorry. Fourth wall breaking down. I'm sorry for everybody listening on YouTube. I'm I'm being I'm being yelled at in chat that perhaps I mixed up the names. Uh, but uh, either Master Sword or Egan Court DB asked this question, and then vice versa for the next one. But we, uh, yeah. What game would I? What game would I play? It would have to be a game that, you know, the reason this journey attracted me was the I was really intrigued by the. Uh, by the terrain generation, the random, quote-unquote, terrain generation. And, uh, you know, that was something that really appealed to me about the game to begin with. So, it it would have to be something similar. I couldn't... I don't think it would be the same if it was something such as get this many points uh, in this game, or, um, like, I don't know collect a million cabbages in Skyrim. You know, I don't... That's that's the only meme I know from Skyrim. That and the arrow and the knee guy. But, um... Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a tough one. I'm not sure. I mean, even thinking of, like, open-world games... We, uh... I don't, you know, like a Grand Theft Auto or anything, you can't... There's no... Ah, careful, Wolfie! There, there's a, a very easy-to-find-and-get-to end of the map. Um... That's uh, that's a tough one to answer. Suppose I suppose this is one of these questions that I can turn around on you guys. What game do you think? What game do you think would be good for a Far Lands or Bust adventure? It's also, uh, you know, speaking of reaching the end of a Grand Theft Auto map or whatever, or, or doing this thing in the crazy large world of Skyrim or whatever, uh, it's also the duration and the almost near impossibility of the feat. That makes, I think, Far Lands or Busts and the Minecraft journey a bit more on the uh, the special side. So it would have to be a game like No Man's Sky or something, where they, uh, when they were being interviewed that one time, the developers, they directly mentioned Far Lands or Busts as like, oh, they could see their game as, as a game where somebody's just trying to fly to the edge of the universe that might not even exist in that game. I'm not sure. But... Uh, um, yeah, I'm not sure. It depends on the mechanic of that. If you could just warp from point to point in your light speed warpy warpy uh, spacecraft, whatever. I, I don't know how how much uh, how much you know how much of that could turn into this sort of podcast situation. Uh, is do you just like hold W and just fly at top speed towards a certain place? <laughs> you know, it, it, that's. Uh, uh, is there anything to see along the way that isn't just dead, empty space, as is the case in real outer space? Uh, so yeah, um, hmm, that's uh, that's, a, that's a difficult one. So I'll open that to you guys, uh, both in the chat and in in the comments below in YouTube, uh, to let me know there. What are some of your favorite video game soundtracks? Some of mine are Starbound, FTL, Faster Than Light, Gravity Ghost. Well, both of those were done by the same person. Uh, Gravity Ghosts and FTL, uh, and Chrono Cross. Favorite video game soundtracks? I, perhaps, it's not a popular choice, I don't think, but the original Tomb Raider is a favorite of mine. Uh, again, I'm, it's it's a nostalgic choice, 
but I really liked the soundtrack to that game. The uh, I, I do remember reading that the composer of that score and Core uh, Iados, uh, the the developer, the publisher, had a bit of a falling out about the way they used his music in the game. Apparently, he uh, very purposefully wrote certain pieces for certain parts of the game, and they were in a rush to just publish the game, so they just plopped them in wherever they thought, and he, he wasn't exactly thrilled about that. Uh, and, uh, you know, they continued to use his theme uh, for a while, like the main theme, uh, uh, until, you know, they abandoned it for something else. Uh, but I think that was really that was really great. Um, more like recent games that I'm playing. I like the Minecraft soundtrack. I like uh, C418. It is another one of these things that kind of attracted me to the game. It, it doesn't seem like it fits uh, in place with the game, but at certain times it fits perfectly. And it is also, it is a little bit Tomb Raider, isn't it? It, it is that kind of like slow and uh, or- orchestrated almost. Uh, and, it, and it does kind of, especially when you in the, when the game was first coming out in the alphas and the betas here before multiplayer and mini games and UHCs and, and all these things became popular. The lone like ex- exploration and survival uh, I think it really fit with uh, what C418 uh, made for the game. Um, Eidolon, you know, is a really, again, soundtrack-heavy uh, game. Uh, that that goes with that. Um, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I, I can't, I don't know, favorite. Well, you said some of your favorites. So that's, the, that's the best way to ask what my favorite thing is, is ask what some of my favorites of a thing are, instead of having me choose one, because I never can. Uh, I never can. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones, even. You know what? The, the um, what was it? One of the, most of the, the driver games, they all use, they tended to use popular music and, like, uh, you know, rock music or whatever music, but it always, it always was very fitting. Uh, with the theme, specifically even like Driver 3 uh, might not have been the greatest of games, but the soundtrack, I actually like bought the soundtrack, like the CD released uh, soundtrack of that one. Uh, it was a very, very groovy, it was a very groovy, it, it was a very, that sort of 70s crime drama kind of kind of music you would expect with that. But, uh... I mean, even speaking of driving games, didn't the first Gran Turismo had like uh, garbage and like Tool and stuff on them? Didn't they have that soundtrack? I think I had that soundtrack too. Uh, so yeah, those just like some really interesting times for soundtracks back in the days that we we certainly couldn't use in in Let's Plays anymore now. What with the the content ID and stuff, but uh, and, and that's obviously those aren't specifically composed for those games. Maybe that was your question, but but yeah, there we go. Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. And a continuing oddness. I do I do see a lot of and I always whenever this question is asked, people saying Chrono Trigger. It's a game I've never played, but I, I I've always heard that that one is a favorite soundtrack for a lot of people. Uh, people who do covers and like, uh, uh, you know, they play piano versions of soundtracks and video game stuff. They're always going back to Chrono Trigger and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, neat stuff. Neat stuff indeed. Whoop, we got iceberg right ahead. I wasn't even paying attention. I was looking over at the questions. Careful now, careful now. 
I want to go down. Uh, oh, like the Titanic. <laughs> That's a shame. Uh, oh, man. Let's go a little bit this way. Rich in the UK asks, have you heard of Skylon single stage to orbit space plane and maybe the Sabre Sabre engine vertical launch rockets are so 20th century, don't you know? Uh, I've heard of, I've like seen renderings of, uh, seems interesting. Uh, I don't know too much information about it. I mean, they're always testing... Uh, oh, what was that one that they were testing, but it always... They lost it. Uh, it was like a... It was like a jet engine, but it had no moving parts. It was really weird to even consider. Uh, it just, like, compressed the air. I forgot what it was called off the top of my head. But I remember they tested it a couple times, like the Air Force or whatever, and they would always have... I can't remember if they had live streams of it or not, or uh, NASA was involved somehow. Uh, that might have been Saber or something, but uh, Scramjet, yes. I mean, I just thought of that right now. Yeah, the Scramjet. I don't know whatever came of that technology. Perhaps they've discovered that it... I, I feel like like it, it never was able to structurally hold the speeds that it was it was uh, undertaking. Uh, but uh, but yeah, all that stuff is, 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 is interesting. I probably don't follow as much of the technical... Uh, side of, of space flight and, and aerospace uh, as much as maybe others would. I, I tend to follow the, the astronomy, the exploration parts of it uh, a bit more. But yeah, there is definitely going to need to be some sort of uh, switch or revelation or invention or, or, or whatever from uh, to take us beyond our purely chemical burning uh, launch platforms that are that are effective, but uh, rather uh, inefficient and expensive. Uh, you know, you can even go on to oh, well, like a space elevator or, or uh, whatever. And then you know, SpaceX and people are trying to minimize those expenses and those inefficiencies by you know returning first stages and reusing and, and all that fun stuff. But uh, but yeah. I've I've heard of, uh, but do not uh, do not completely uh, follow. I, I don't read the white papers. I don't read. I, I don't read the schematics uh, on those things. But yeah, it's it's all very cool and interesting stuff, uh, and uh, certainly hopefully stuff that we are able to uh, we are able to experience in our lifetimes. Hopefully, expanded capabilities and science, science. That's more engineering! Engineering! Whoop, we are getting ourselves into a little bit of a literal hole here. Uh, this is dangerous, this is dangerous, this is dangerous. Come through, don't mind me. I'm just uh, forging away through the mountains. Alright. That worked out alright, Wolfie. <laughs> that worked out alright. That, that could have gone either way. The jump, <laughs> Who probably wants to just be known as Jump. Uh, asks, uh, well, he says he's visiting the United States uh, and uh, hiring a car, he says. I think he means rent a car. In America, when you say hiring a car, it sounds like you're hiring a driver or a chauffeur, but you're renting a car. And Jump wonders, apart from dealing with the automatic gearbox and driving on the opposite side of the road, 
or wrong side of the car, he says even. Do you have any tips for driving in the U.S., specifically Florida? Um, I don't know, because I don't know how different it is. Um, uh, <laughs> like I, don't, I mean, I've heard crazy and weird things about Europe, and the U.K. specifically, so I don't know. Uh, in Florida, don't buy your gas near the airport. <laughs> Because they uh, they tend to hike it up uh, quite a bit there, uh, as much as like double, especially around Orlando. There's a couple. I've mentioned this before. There's a couple uh, of the closest uh, gas stations, petrol stations, as you might say, in case you're confused, uh, nearest to the Orlando airport that literally, like, blatantly gouge their prices. Uh, to the point where, like, oh, the rest of the the, the state might be, you know, whatever, a buck ninety or whatever. Uh, there'll there'll be like five bucks, <laughs> and it's literally it's it's there's a whole you can just look it up, just like search Google for uh, Orlando gas station airport or something like that. And there's a bunch of stories and uh, investigations, and then you know the the gas station owners blame the price of gas that they're getting from Shell or whoever, and then Shell is like, no, they set the prices themselves. We have nothing to do with that. Uh, and whatever, and the fact that they they uh, they put their price boards on the back, away from the street, the main street going into the airport, so people don't know the price until they're at the pump. And uh, good times, anyway. But uh, yeah, don't do that. Um, can you even pump your own gas in petrol in, in the UK? Because that's not the case for a couple states here. Uh, but uh, it, can they? I'd assume so. I haven't seen anything to the contrary. Uh, they're always making jokes on Top Gear when they're at gas stations or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I don't know that I have too many... Uh, you know, that's like that's one of those really... It's hard to say without without the alternate experience what what is 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 should be known what should be known in about certain things uh <laughs> hmm you're certainly going to have to get used to uh tipping your service people more i don't know not not your uh, rental agents or anything like that uh don't do that car rental agents but uh you know other people i was i was here that's like the most blatant thing that that uh, people from Europe or, or wherever when coming to the US like how it, it takes them off guard because <laughs> it's it's not not you know people tend to be paid the proper amount maybe uh, in uh, in being able to make a living in, as a as a server or, or a, whoever you know whatever the guy who picks up your bags at the airport or whatever um, so that's that seems like that's the biggest thing people get thrown off at uh, but anyway but anyway, yeah, three lanes are all for driving, not for just passing. I think that's a, uh, well, yeah, it shouldn't be, but that's, I think that's a common thing. I hear complaints of that in the UK as well. Like, get out of the passing lane or, or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, I, I always try to stay in the right lane unless I'm passing. Uh, but yes, you will, you will encounter many a folk who do not do such things. Do not do such things indeed. Ow! Oh no, there's no, uh, well, Florida? Yeah, I guess Florida. The lack of roundabouts. Get used to intersections. Uh, it'd be really weird if you were going to, like, New Jersey or something, because then you couldn't pump your own gas, and then you have to deal with right-hand left turns. <laughs> Whatever the clover uh, leaf things that they call them, that they have everywhere. 
Ooh, a spaceship. Let's go check that out. Um, yeah, yeah, it's hard to say. Um, yeah, the you can't turn turn right on red. Yeah, watch out for those signs as well. You can't turn right on red at certain points, or, or if between certain times, or if pedestrians are present, or or anything like that. Yeah, I'm not sure how that is in the UK. Pedestrians here have the right of way. Um, so if you were to hit a pedestrian in a crosswalk, it would be your fault 100%, no matter what. Uh, as opposed to, I've been to Mexico, and if you look at their crosswalk signs, they're all of, like, uh, a family running. <laughs> it's because, uh, from what I've been told, uh, it's the pedestrian's fault if you get hit. <laughs> so that's why, on the signs, they're not walking across the street. They're running for their lives. So that might be something different with different countries. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, <laughs> continuing on. Joe F., who's asked, uh, uh, who's given a donation a day, a day or a week? A day, I think, for the past week. He's, he's set himself a challenge. So we've had a few questions from Joe F., uh, from, uh, from England as well. Jolly old England. Uh, he asks on this one, As a keen observer of the cosmos, have you ever taken any interest in quantum mechanics? I take interest to the degree that they blow my mind and it's, like, cool to think about, but I don't take interest in the uh, the the math behind it, I guess, and and uh, the nitty gritty, the, the 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 detailed science is a bit above my pay grade, I guess I could say my my brain grade. Um, but like to the point where I, you say quantum mechanics, and I'm not even sure exactly what you're talking about. There's there's quantum physics. Quantum mechanics. Uh, there's there's the uh, the standard model and the quantum model and the 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 whatever. <laughs> the, so yeah, like maybe just to the extent that like the show Cosmos will talk about or anything like that. Uh, beyond beyond those little maybe headline grabbing quips and tidbits, do I really sink my teeth into that? I think. Uh, yeah, there's quantum computers. That was a question that was asked before, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but cool. Uh, so, so yeah, quantum. We are we are now either going to be sleeping or awake, but not both. So we're not quantum. So let's do that and continue in the morning. <laughs> And awakeness. Was that even what I said? A proper a proper uh, reference to quantum stuff? Like, all I can think about is Schrodinger's cat. Uh, it, right now, in my head, that makes any lick of sense. Well, it doesn't make any sense, but it, 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 I understand it, at least. But, uh, yeah. Thank you very much for that question and all your donations. Jack... Or I'm sorry, not Jack. Joe, <laughs> are you Jack or are you Joe or are you both simultaneously? Bum bum bum. Delta whiskey. Delta whiskey asks. <laughs> God, I'm like getting angry every time I see the name. No, uh, Delta whiskey asks. If you were offered a one-way trip to Mars, but you had to take with you that one person who keeps asking weird and occasionally anonymous questions here, would you still go? I think I think they they mean themselves. <laughs> I think they mean themselves. 
Um, oh, Wolfie's pushing me. No, no, I still want these. Thank you. I, I wanted to get rid of these. I guess we can plant them. Oh my gosh, this tree is dropping saplings like it's nobody's business. I shall make a forest of, of your remains, dear tree. Happy Arbor Day. Whoa, watch your step. Watch your step, Wolfie. Watch your, watch your step. Oh, God. <laughs> don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. Don't look. If I don't look, he can't fall. It's the Schrodinger's Wolfie. There we go. Whoa, as I fall. Um, sure, why not? If it meant I, I, had, I could go to Mars, then yes, I would. Why not? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Powers 2440. Spooky noises. Powers 2440 asks, uh, or says, Cone Dodger plays a game called Automation from time to time. Do you think you would ever uh, make some videos playing it? It would be a little intimidating at first, but I think with time it would make for good videos. I have talked to him about this, uh, Cone Dodger. Uh, you know, he he knows. Well, I don't know if he knows knows, but he he has come to know the developers and and uh, works with them quite a bit and plays other games with them. Um, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I I I I, I, I probably will look at it. Uh, I'm not still a hundred percent, even despite the fact that I have had a whole conversation with him about it, and he has explained to me what it's about. Uh, he, he he's basically build it as like Kerbal Space Program but for cars. So like putting together your own cars and designing your own cars or whatever. Uh, so uh, that that's how he has has uh, that's that's his elevator pitch of it to me. So uh, I mean that 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 seems interesting. That seems interesting. But uh but yeah, I've always said that as far as my 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 interest in automobiles, automobile, and uh, classic cars and, and race cars, it, it's 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 less about the the technical and the the mechanic-y aspect of it, as it is just about the aesthetics, perhaps the the driving itself. Wolfie, do not spawn under the ice, please. So then, to uh, to have an entire game surrounding that, I'm not sure how into it I would get. But it's I, you know, if if this is the first time any of you are hearing about it, and it seems interesting to you, a a, a Kerbal Space Program, but for cars, uh, automation is the name of the game. You can check it out, of course. Uh, I think it's I think it's still it's still like in development. Uh, and 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 Cone Dodger, you can check out Cone Dodger uh, on on YouTube. Uh, he, he's got quite a, a bit of videos on it up there, I do believe. And I think he does some live streams sometimes on it. Uh, so so that that's I'm deferring my my lack of knowledge to to the source in that in that general direction. <laughs> Jack underscore robot asks, as an aspiring beard grower, I was wondering if you had a Kurt J beard before its current incarnation. Any tips for growing, maintaining a beard? Also, have you ever gotten hurt or hurt someone else by doing something really stupid? Okay, that's the second question. The uh, the beard? I did have various levels of bearditude. Um, I had... Well, here's a blast from the past. Oh, when was that? That was 2010? That was before I started YouTube, when I was doing the, the NASA socials, 
And uh, I've mentioned, tried and tried and tried, but never got on the official NASA social for a space shuttle launch. Um, I tried and failed to get for STS-133, which was Discovery's final launch. I actually traveled just on my own without being uh, part of the NASA social down to Florida. Uh, when I arrived, I found out it had been scrubbed beyond my time there, so I just decided to hang out, and I met some people who were part of the NASA social or whatever. Um, and it kept getting delayed and delayed... Um, and I, I obviously wasn't around to see it launch. I saw it on the launch pad, but uh, didn't get to see it launch. Uh, but I said I would I would grow a space beard, and the hashtag space beard became known amongst myself and you know ten other people that I knew from the the, the NASA social NASA tweet ups at the time. Um, and I said I wouldn't I would I wouldn't shave until STS one thirty three launched. That was October of I think two thousand ten or two thousand nine, probably two thousand ten. Uh, it didn't launch until that February, <laughs> so I was in it for the long haul. So yeah, Kurt J, or I'm sorry, uh, Spacebeard, Spacebeard uh, grew quite uh, thusly indeed. Uh, so that was, uh, you know, I, w- I would end up posting little goofy selfies every week that it kept getting delayed. And it was the stinking spawner. It was the stinking spawner. No, it was the stinking uh, uh, overflow valve on the external tank. And then uh, when I wanted to go see uh, another space... Wolfie, don't go down there! Oh, yeah, noodle. I forgot to have him sit down. <laughs> Wolfie! Oh, there you are. Yep, have a seat. And then... Uh, it was another space shuttle launch that I wanted to wash. Wash? I'm gonna wash the space shuttle. Watch That... Uh, I, I'm, I think I went down there to try to watch it. And again, it got, it got scrubbed and delayed quite a bit because of the... Uh, the uh, the valve, the, the overflow valve on the, the external tank. So then when I was there for uh, wheat, I guess. Ooh, can we have some TNT? Um, where is this other chest going to be? This is going to have to be a, f- a full and thorough investigation into this hidey... Or, uh, not hidey hole, this, this spawner. The spoiler nearby. Um, oh yeah, when I did... Hi! When I did end up going into the VAB, I ended up seeing... Oh, there it is. Uh, oh, I can. I ended up seeing... Uh, when did I lose half a heart? <laughs> when did this happen? Uh, I ended up seeing Discovery in the VAB, uh, but then they also had a the, the little mock-up of the that valve they were trying to work on to fix the problem. Uh, so I took a picture of it, and I like... I, I shake my fist at you, uh, o, 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 OPF valve or something it was called, uh, overflow something valve, the, the, yeah, whatever, wherever the, the excess hydrogen or whatever would, would go over or something like that, they always had errors or something like that, and they'd have to scrub it, and blah, that, that was annoying, so, uh, where, where was I going with this, oh, the beard, yeah, that, so before, that was probably the fullest beard I had before, uh, and then I kind of grew a beard, I had a beard around Minecon Orlando, speaking of Orlando, didn't I? Um, but then I just let it go crazy. Uh, and then I, I revealed its full its full uh, bearditude when I had the, the first vlog after moving to Phoenix. And that, that's as big as it's ever been. Uh, and it's it's since reduced in... Uh, in uh, Tenacity, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, any tips? 
Look at the lava. Yeah, we looked at the lava. <laughs> I see lava. Uh, tips. You just you basically the problem most people run into is you try to ooh a tower. Uh, you, that's a big cactus. That that's a big cactus you got right there. Uh, you just basically have to not shave. <laughs> There's your quantum mechanics for you. Uh, you basically have to just uh, like not even trim. Like, just let the entire thing, like, don't even, like, try to find, like, a, a border or an edge around your neck or up near your cheeks for at least a month. If you can go for three, that's great. Uh, but you have to let it get super thick and full before you say, okay, now I'm going to shape it and, and trim. Uh, don't trim too far up your neck, just, like, two finger widths above your, your Adam's apple, I suppose, is what I've heard and what I keep. Because uh, then you get you end up with that weird chin line. I always see people, I mean, I'm not, whatever, I can't, I'm not going to judge people, but, like, people with beards who, like, trim it right at the the edge of their uh, their jawline, I'm like, that looks like it's painted on, <laughs> like a video game character with, like, a texture, um, but I don't see anything, obviously. Uh, oh, we made some TNT here, you know what I, I'm going to do? I'm going to make it. Uh, oops, that's not how you do it. Uh, I'm going to make some TNT and uh, a little bit of a delayed celebration, I think, of reaching our thirty thousand uh, dollars, but we will celebrate. Let's actually get Wolfie over here. We're gonna—it worked really well to create the hidey hole. No, no, Wolfie, over here, safety first. To create the hidey hole with the TNT. Uh, so let's do it right here. All right, I'm gonna place it. I'm also going to throw the accidental iron hoe there as well. And we're going to light it ablaze and enjoy some fireworks here. <laughs> All right. $30,000 for Child's Play Charity. Halfway to the goal. Boom! That did not work. <laughs> that is not the kind of hidey hole that I wished to make. And the hoe remains! The, the, the iron hoe remains. That is unfortunate. We did get some coal out of the deal, though. Uh, let's light this up and maybe I can... Uh, Oh, get up, get up, get up. Maybe I can bring Wolfie back over here and we can very, very quickly with our stack of dirt. I said very quickly, very quickly. Oh, the offset is not allowing me to place blocks with our stack of dirt. Uh, yep, Wolfie, go on in there, that's fine. Make this a, a secure place to live. Yeah, you stay there, Wolfie. Very good. I'm just blocking myself out. Uh, why don't you have a seat? Have a seat? No, seat. There you go. Woof. Uh, yeah, okay, that kind of worked, sort of. Not really at all, honestly. <laughs> okay, quickly now. This is this is this is getting out of hand. This is getting out of hand, everybody. All right, we got it. We got it. Whoops. Uh, this took much longer than it should have <laughs> to be. To, like I said, it's much easier to make a, a hidey hole with TNT, isn't it? Ugh. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> apparently not. Let's light this guy up, shall we? Hi, Wolfie. Uh, let's actually get a level floor here, why don't we? Woof, Wolfie agrees. We need some interior design work in here. Alright. Very nice. Very nice! Um, what was the other question? Uh, I'm, I'm lost and confused. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, have, have you ever gotten hurt or hurt by someone else doing something really stupid? When I was little? Uh, as I'm making the beds for the next episode, when I was little at a putt putt golf course, uh, a a, a f I wasn't, it wasn't a friend, it was like a family friend, one of the kids of the family, uh, decided they'd be funny and decided they'd do a full 
professional golfer tee-off swing, you know, by swinging the whole backswing. Uh, I happened to be standing very close to them, <laughs> and I got a I got a five iron to the head. <laughs> no, I got a I got a putter across the the brow. Uh, so that was painful, and and that was kind of stupid. Uh, but I'm constantly doing stupid or unnecessary things and and getting myself hurt or uh, at least getting myself embarrassed. Uh, but that that's the first one that kind of jumped to my mind uh, as you asked that. A little bit of an a little bit of an uh, an innocent thing there. But yeah, thank you very much to Jack underscore Robot. For that, uh, oh god, this is gonna get me hurt right here. Speaking of stupid things, I, I detonated some TNT to make a hidey hole. Oh man. <laughs> all right, all right, indeed. So, yeah, Wolfie's staying with us tonight. And keep going to farlandsbus.com to donate to Child's Play charity. Like I said, $60,000 is our full goal for season six. So keep doing that. We just passed $30,000. So Far Lands or Bust Friday will continue into April. Thank you, everybody, for your support and all these questions I've got to get to in future episodes. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time. If I don't look, he can't fall. It's the uh, Schrodinger's Wolfie.